Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball, the podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com. I have Elijah Evans with me today, and we're going to look at this crazy NL wildcard race. There's technically still you know, five teams vying for the last two spots. We're going to take the Phillies, sort of set them aside. I think at this point, they're sitting three and a half games up. Feels like the Phillies are going to grab that top spot, really. So the question then becomes, which of these other five teams is going to make the playoffs? And once there, which of these teams can actually make a run? Because you look at the American League, and I feel like any team that makes the playoffs outside of the Twins, ironically enough, but even then they have good pitching, like any team can make a run. In the NL, I don't know if that's the case, but we'll see as we kind of go through the exercise today. I want to start off doing schedule talk. Everyone loves it. There's two weeks left. You can actually really get a sense of, which of these teams has a, the best chance based on who they're playing down the stretch. So we'll begin with the Arizona Diamondbacks. They are sitting right now. Uh, if you look at the standings, you got, as I said, the Phillies three and a half games up. The D-backs a half game up on the Cubs and the Marlins, who are currently tied for that third spot. Arizona's got the Giants two games this week, three games versus the Yankees, three games versus your White Sox, Elijah, and three versus the Astros. Are they going to be able to get through it? Because I look at the Giants series, that's going to be, you know, if the Giants get swept in that series, they're probably out of it. So they're going to be fighting. The Yankees have been playing good baseball. The Astros, is that last series going to matter to them? I guess is the question. I feel like the White Sox is the one layup, but it's not the easiest of schedules down the stretch. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not easy. Um, it's going to be a little interesting to see kind of where those teams are at in terms of their competitiveness. Like you said, you know, the Giants right now are still in striking position, so they're still at full on. It's a divisional matchup. I mean, that's already no matter what this time of year, that's going to be a hard matchup for them. And then, like you said, the Yankees are not playing for anything necessarily, uh, but they're also you know playing better baseball of late, and they're still they're still the Yankees, and I still think they want to finish above five hundred, and they want to you know go into next year with more momentum on their side, and then obviously Houston, like in that AL wild card, the AL divisional race in the West, and then also the wild card race, um, which goes side by side with it. You know, Houston needs every win they can get, so there's a chance Houston is clinched by then, and they're and they're easing up a little bit, but there's a real chance that Houston hasn't clinched that division until the last weekend of the season. So it's it's going to be really interesting. To see i mean that's not an easy stretch for arizona but arizona is also playing good baseball of late um you know they're they've won three in a row they, they swept this weekend they're six of their last 10 so they're not playing great but they're playing better than they were in that middle of the season stretch where they really started to tail off a little bit um, and now they kind of look more like the team that they did earlier in the season as opposed to how they did you know july and august yeah and, and honestly you know we're going to get to who can make the deepest run i feel like arizona might be the strongest team out of this whole group so uh, we'll, we'll kind of circle back to that. The Cubs, it seemed for a second like they had a chance to run down the Brewers in that division, and now the Brewers are kind of pulled away a bit because the Cubs have really fallen back down to earth. They've only won two of their last ten, uh, and now they have a, a pretty light schedule, you would think. But I mean, they got to start winning these games, particularly what's right in front of them: three against the Pirates, three against the Rockies this week. Then you have three against the Braves, a team that has everything pretty much sewn up at this point. And then they close the season against the Brewers. I'm sure if the Brewers had an opportunity to knock the Cubs out of the playoffs, even if they had it all sewn up, they're going to want to do that. So this is a huge week for the Cubs to get on solid ground heading into what's going to be a tough final week of the season. Because even if the Braves are playing at 70%, you can still lose to the Braves, of course. 
Yeah, no, definitely. It's a, it's a tough stretch. And I think, I mean, they really just need to win this week. If they, if the Cubs, you know, they were, they were really solidly in that second wildcard spot for a while, yeah. which everybody, you know, the last few weeks, they've been pretty stable in that spot, but you're starting to see some of their holes show in the last week. And, and you're seeing a team that come playoff time, right? Like if Justin Steele has a bad start, where do you go from there? I mean, really it's, it's Stroman is a bullpen guy for them now. I think maybe he's able to go three, four inning chunks by the playoffs, but they didn't have time to build him back up coming off his injury. So he's kind of pitching in this, in this utility bullpen role. And then Steele has been excellent. He's a top three Cy Young candidate. He's been great, but he just got beat up by the Diamondbacks this week. And, you know, he, he gave up six runs on two big home runs. And if he has to start like that to start off a series, where do the Cubs go from there? I mean, really the, the pitching is not at the level that a lot of these other teams are. And just in general, compared to some of the playoff teams, they're going to be facing. If you look at the Braves and you look at the Phillies and even the Dodgers who are beat up, the the Cubs pitching just isn't quite there in the rotation. Their bullpen has been great for the most part, uh, the last few months, especially, but I don't see, I, I don't quite see how this team can stack up pitching wise in a playoff series without Stroman being one of those starters. And it's really going to come down to some of, you know, Jordan Wicks can Jordan Wicks as a rookie be a huge piece for them come playoff time. Like, Maybe he has, he's a really talented pitcher and he's looked good in a few of his starts so far, but at the same time, that's, that's putting a lot on some of these younger, less proven pitchers behind steel to really step it up. So I think for the Cubs to make it, they, they've got to go five and one this week. Is that too ambitious? I mean, I think they have to at least four and two this week, but I think knowing the Brewers series to end the season, like you said, that's no matter what the situation with the division is, the Brewers are going to want to beat the Cubs that weekend. And the Brewers are playing better baseball than the Cubs in the last few weeks. So I think the Cubs really need to take advantage of this Pittsburgh and Colorado week right now um, in order to make it, if, you know, if they, if they want to hold on to one of those spots. I think with all these teams, you're at a point where you can't get swept in any series. That's going to, effectively not get out of the playoffs honestly and with four series left for all these teams for the most part i mean like the dmx have a two-game series so you can't you can sweep that but i think you gotta win like three of the final four series if you want to be in the mix and, and who knows we'll see you know how these teams end up faring down the stretch there's not a lot of head-to-head between the wild card bubble teams anymore you know there's the Diamondbacks and the giants this week uh but there, there's now everyone's kind of playing other teams. So we'll see. I mean, there's a chance that, you know, three of these teams all completely go on, on, you know, really great runs down the stretch. And it could come down to just the final couple of games who can, who can win out here. Um, The Reds are a team that has a really light schedule. I, I feel like it's twins, which, okay, that, that might be tougher, but then pirates, guardians, Cardinals, close out their season in a lot of ways. And we'll get to it more, you know, as, as we kind of close this out on who can make the deepest run, but I don't know if the Reds can make a deep run, but if they make the playoffs, it's all gravy for this team. It already kind of is. Yeah. I feel like it's right in front of them to, to steal one of these spots. I think, I think anything this team does this year come playoff time is already a huge success and a year ahead of their schedule. Like we've talked about many times this year. I mean, the Reds are, they weren't supposed to be a playoff team this year. They weren't supposed to be close to a playoff team. They were supposed to have young players that started to show promise, but they have a roster filled with rookies that is up there with all these other really talented teams right now and is competing with the best of them. And they're missing half of their pitching. I mean, Ashcraft has been hurt for the last month and it doesn't seem like he's, I, I don't know if he's back soon, um, but he's been hurt. Hunter Green is back now and settling in well, but Lodolo has been hurt the majority of the year. I mean, they they haven't had significant 
pitching. I mean, they really, people were saying, you know, they could have been a team that added pitching at the deadline and they chose not to, and they chose to, you know, keep it focused on, on their future and everything, which is great. And I think that was ultimately the right decision for the Reds because I don't know if they go far this year, but them even being where they are right now is already an achievement for them. And I think you're right. If they can, if they can win one or two of these twins games this week, they could easily go on a run against, you know, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and St. Louis and St. Louis is, is an interesting example there to finish the season. Like we said about divisional things, you know, the Cardinals would no, love nothing less than to knock the Reds out. So even with the Cardinals being totally out of it, I could see a world where the Cardinals turn it on and win that series to finish the season against the Reds. And, you know, because it's their divisional, one of their divisional teams, but at the same time, like you said, the, the Reds, the Reds have it, they have an opportunity here for sure to take it. And it's really just going to come down to, to if their pitching can hold up. Um, and I'm curious to see, you know, where, it takes them because I, I don't know how much I believe in the pitching right now. Um, but I also think the same can be said for every team and the Reds have the type of offense that if it gets hot, they can really just click on all cylinders. It can. And speaking off of two things you said there, one, a red hot offense two team going up against a divisional opponent, the Marlins just had a ridiculous weekend against the Braves. Uh, you know, they outscored them 36 to 13, scored 16 runs on Sunday. Uh, they have six games of their final 12 against the New York Mets. And you would think that would be a good thing. But baseball is so weird that I would not be surprised if they went from sweeping the Braves to losing a series against the Mets because yep. that's just how things work out. Uh, you know, I, I look at this Marlins team and I think they are, of all these teams, they're the team that, I feel like it would be the most fun to see them make it because it's just twice in their franchise history, plus the 2020 season that they've made the playoffs. They have this lineup now that is suddenly awesome and they still got a couple of arms you'd like. I think the big question down the stretch with them is, is Yuri Perez going to be available to pitch in the postseason? Because they seem to have lost Sandy now for the year, I think. And if it's just Jesus Lazardo and Braxton Garrett, uh, they might be a little bit thin come the playoffs, but their schedule, they got, like I said, they got this one against the Mets. They play the Brewers, they play the Mets again, and they finish it off against the Pirates. The schedule's there for them as well to, to grab one of these spots, and they have one right now tie with the Cubs in that third wild card spot. Yeah, no, I, I think they, they have the opportunity to, and they're they're coming off to the hottest team right now. I mean, this series this weekend definitely boosted their chances, but like you said, I mean, it, it's really, it, it ultimately comes down to Lazardo and Yuri. And if those two can can come into the playoffs and be able to pitch without much restriction and pitch at the peak of their abilities, that's a team that could mess around and make some make some noise. I, I really do believe that. And they're I, I don't believe their offense as much as I believe the offense from some of these other teams. And that's kind of where I'm a little hesitant with the Marlins. Um, you being somebody who watches them in division, I mean, they their offense has not been good for large parts of the season. They've had many times this season where their offense has just been bad. But it looks good right now. So at the end of the day, if you can ride those those two young pitchers and some of their other arms, and the offense can do its job, I who knows? I could see a world where they where they compete and they they have a you know they make a run. But I, I I'm interested to see how the pitching shakes out. And as bad as much as Sandy has not been Sandy this year, and he hasn't been the Cy Young Sandy, I still want that guy pitching in the first game of a playoff series ten times out of ten, and he won't be able to. 
So, I mean, Cam Lazardo filled those shoes. He's had games this season where he's looked like he truly can. And he's also had games this season where he's, he's looked like he's just a little shaky and he's not quite there yet. So I, I'm really interested to see how that shakes out. And I think that they are right in position to do it, but I, I just, I, I need to see a little bit of continual, uh, you know, continued success from that offense to really believe that they can make noise because I do think that as while they're pitching, is a little more interesting in that the upside of their pitching is more interesting than these other teams. I'm not sure their offense can hang, can hang with some of the other wild card teams. Yeah. I, I look at them and I think that it, Yuri is the biggest question mark to me. Like, are they going to let, cause he's already, I think 50 innings above his limit uh, or yep. not his limit, but, but his, his previous career high. So it's just how much are you willing to push him? Cause without Yuri, I just don't see them making a run, but I also could see them still making the playoffs, which would be, you know, important to that franchise. And look, with, with a rise, Jazz, uh, you know, now the additions of Berger and Bell, like there's enough of an offense where they can they can not only make the playoffs, but I think win a wild card series. I, I just, I, I hesitate to, to to think that any of these teams could actually win a divisional round matchup yep. um, against, you know, the Dodgers or the, or the Braves. Uh, speaking of the Dodgers, the Giants, you know, we haven't spent too much time on them. They're two games back right now. And down the stretch, they got these two against Arizona uh, to start the week. That's certainly not easy. Four against the Dodgers to close the week. Three versus the Padres next week. Uh, So that's not an easy series. And then three versus the Dodgers. I just just don't see the Giants making the playoffs at this point. I just can't. Yeah, I I can't see it either. I've I've been kind of not on that wave for a few weeks now. I just just don't think the roster is there. I think they've... They've tried to piece together a rotation behind Webb and Cobb all year, and it just hasn't come together really. And, you know, they, they've continued to their, – their bullpen's been solid. They've continued to bring in a lot of their young players on the offensive side, but they don't have a bat that scares you. I, I don't think they have – you know, they have a lot of pieces who have been solid, and they just have a well-rounded veteran-based roster for the most part with a few young good players. But there's nobody on that lineup that you're that you're scared of. And there's nobody in that rotation behind. I mean, I, there's a chance that that Webb and that Logan Webb and Alex Cobb can really, you know, hunker down. And if they both give ace level performances, the next the next few starts each, they probably both have what two more starts, maybe three more starts at most each. So maybe those two really just turn it on and they just just mow down some Dodgers lineups. But I, I don't see it. I think the Giants are. I didn't think they were even going to be in the spot coming into the year. So the fact that they've maintained, you know, the middle of the pack in the NL West pretty much the majority of the year and have been competitive and been, you know, in a playoff position many times this year is impressive to me. Um, but I don't see, I don't see them making it. And I don't see if they were to make it, I don't see how they would make a run really. I think you could say like in a wild card series, sure. Webb and Cobb could win you a wild card series maybe. So maybe if they slip into that six seed, like I could see the giants pushing the brewers, maybe. Um, I, I wouldn't shock me, honestly, but I don't, I just don't see them making the playoffs. So I don't think it's going to come down to if they can compete or not, because I'm just, I just don't think they can catch up with some of these other teams right now. Yeah. I, I don't think so either. And, and the funny thing is like you kind of mentioned there, like Webb and Cobb, if we're just looking at the top two for a wild card series, like Webb and Cobb might be the best. I'd maybe say the D backs with, with Gallon and Kelly, um, yeah. potentially the Zardo and Yuri, but like that, that could actually be a team that could win a wild card series. What I'm wondering here is, can any of these teams win a divisional series? And and that's where I think it gets a little bit tough. Before we get to that, though, you have to pick two. Okay, who are the two teams that make the playoffs behind the Phillies? 
The first one I'm taking is Arizona. I just I think they're the best well-rounded team, and I think they've showed that at many points this year. And they've had their dips where they've fallen out of that playoff spot, but ultimately they were you know they were winning the NOS for a while earlier this year before the Dodgers got into their groove fully, and they had a really bad middle of the season. But I I think Arizona is the best team of this group. The next one I have no idea. Um, this is probably my White Sox fan bias talking, um, but I'm not going to go with the Cubs. I, I think I don't think their pitching is there. I just I don't see it, and they're just they're really cold right now, and they need to snap out of it. They would need to get in a situation where they win a few straight. Um, and I'm not sure I see it. I, I think I think I'm gonna go with the Marlins. I, I can't believe I'm saying that, and I, I would never have said that a few months ago if some of you asked me when who was gonna be in the playoffs. But I just I don't know. I kind of feel it. I think I think you can make a case for any of I mean, the Cubs, the Marlins, Cincinnati. That's the whole point of this episode is, is this is crazy. I mean, it really could go anyway. But I think right now I'll go with the five-seed Diamondbacks and the six-seed Marlins. I I think that uh, that's I – was, I was caught between the Marlins and the Reds, which is funny because I think yeah. the Cubs uh, in some ways are a better team than both of those. Yeah, but I agree. But I just look at the schedule – and, and the way they've been playing and like e- even the Rockies have been playing some sneaky good baseball lately. So that's like one of the easy series the Cubs have, but they played spoiler over the weekend. Uh, you know, having to face the, the Braves and a Brewers team, I think will want to beat them. I just, I, I, I question if the Cubs can make it. I'll say the Reds. Cause I think their schedule is just that easy. Um, you know, maybe this is my Mets fan bias thinking that they're actually going to take some games from this Marlins team. They are five yeah. and two against the Marlins this year, uh, but I'll go D backs Reds. But I, I honestly think that when it comes to what team can make a run, I feel like the Diamondbacks are the only team that could make a run to the NLCS. And I, I don't think any of these wild card teams outside of the Phillies, who we're not really talking about on this show, can make it to the World Series. But you know, in a five game series, if you win the first couple of games, now the problem is. You know, I guess depending on how the bracket works, I'm I'm figuring. Let's just say that the the D backs are in that what they'd be the the five seed, so they'd play. They'd have to play the Phillies anyway. All right, so let's just say they get past the Phillies, then they're going up against what the Dodgers? No, the Braves. It would be assuming assuming that the Brewers beat the six, it would be the Braves that the four or five faces. Okay. So I think, I think, I don't know if it, I can't, I can never remember if it reseeds or not based on no, the outcome, but I don't think it, but does. I don't think it right. does. So, so the 4-5 plays the 1. So that that's the issue with the Diamondbacks. I, I think the Diamondbacks, in the 6th seed, I think the Diamondbacks can make a run. So it's, it's weird because you have to consider, is it even better to be a higher seed? Because yes, like this is, is being an away team at the Phillies and then going to the Braves a better route than no. being an away team at the Brewers, then going to the Dodgers. I would way rather be the sixth seed, which is such no. a weird position to be in because you're not going to lose games and it's way too tight of a race to consider, you know, whether you want to be the five or the six. So you have to go for it. But if you're the five, if Arizona's the five, they're screwed. I, I don't see a world where I don't see a world where anybody gets past the Phillies and the Braves. Because if you, I mean, if you somehow beat the Phillies, I think there's no way you're beating the Braves. And chances are any team in that spot loses to the Phillies. So I, I it's just, it's a really hard position. I, I would way rather be the six seed. And I think weirdly enough, I think there's a world where a six seed Marlins could make a little bit of a run. I, I don't, <laughs> I, that sounds insane to say out loud, but it, it, I, it's, it's not, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with 2020, but I'll tell you someone who's yeah. grown up in South Florida. I, I've heard it my whole life. Hey, 
Whenever the Marlins make the playoffs, they win the World Series. That was always the thing. And right. 2020 kind of ruined that, but it also kind of didn't because no one really it was also it a seriously. fake year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it, it, the Marlins are this team that can get this really weird like magic in them and go on a little run. Like you're right. I, I think that six seed is the interesting one because yeah, you could see a world where all right, for whatever reason, you know, Solaire and and, and Berger hit big home runs, and all of a sudden they they end up beating the Brewers in two games. Kind of shocking yeah. everyone. Yeah. Then they go up against a Dodgers team that has a way thinner rotation than they would have in years past. And again, somehow you you, you steal it or you yeah. get to a point where, you know, you have Hazel Lizardo on the mound and a game four right. or game five or something. You And like all of a sudden it just starts to build momentum. I still can't see a world where it's, not the Braves, the Phillies, or the Dodgers representing the National League of the yeah. World Series. I just can't see it. But yeah, last year we might we might have said I can't see a world where it's not the Dodgers, the Braves, or the Mets representing, yeah. and none of them made it to the NLCS. Yeah. So that that's the beauty of the playoffs. Anything can happen. It's super hard to gauge. Um, but it's just yeah, it's it's tough. I, I think based on the pitching, it still feels like the Diamondbacks with with Gallon Kelly. I feel like, and just the overall team they have, are I think they're the best wildcard team outside of the Phillies. But, I, I I agree, but I also I, I mean, who knows the Reds, the Cubs? I mean, it, there there's really there, there's a chance any of these teams doesn't. Even the Giants, even I mean, I'm not saying I I'm not putting this out there saying I believe this, but the Padres aren't out yet. I mean, seriously, that's how crazy this year has been. Would I be shocked to see the Padres win like five in a row and be within a few games? I, I wouldn't be shocked. I know that's crazy. And I know everybody's like completely done in the Padres. It, I know. I'm not saying that's going to happen at all, but there's a world, right? Like there, this has been this wild card race. In they the have to win out. It's, I mean, it's, it, it's tough. Cause I'm, I'm yeah. what are they back? It's five back, six back. They're six back with like 12 to play. I mean, it's, it's unlikely, right? But this wild card race this year has been my, my point being this wild card race has been nothing but chaos and nothing but somewhat mediocre chaos. And that's in a way it's, it's fun, but it's, it's funny because I don't think any of these teams are great. Like none of these are great teams. They're all playing well. And a lot of them have have had really impressive runs to get themselves in position to make this, to make this playoff push. But are any of these teams, like you look at them and say, that's a great baseball team. Not really. I think the diamondbacks even are a little bit early. I think everybody was thinking next year was really going to be the big year for the diamondbacks. So I think they're a little early. I think the Reds are a little early. I think the Marlins are a little unbalanced. I think the Cubs are not necessarily early, but they just don't really have the pitching. Um, and I, it's just, it's interesting to look at. So I, it's not like the American league, like you said earlier, the American league is seven really good baseball teams for six spots. And any of those seven teams, whichever make it could compete. And with the twins being the worst of the seven, frankly. So it, it's not the same thing. The national league is, is the Braves are one, the Dodgers are two, and everybody else is behind them. And I think you can make a case the Phillies are clearly three. I think the Phillies and Brewers are in the similar tier. And then beyond that, it's a, it's a lot of teams that are all in the same area as each other, but none are great and none are near the, you know, the, the American League. I'm going on a tangent here, but like when you look at the Mariners, right? The Mariners are outside the playoffs looking in right now. Can the Mariners beat the one seed Orioles in the playoff series? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Can any of these wildcard teams even stack up with the Braves? Probably not. But then again, you never know. 
you know, last year we didn't think the Phillies stood a chance and they beat the Braves, but it feels like this is like the Braves from June on last year when Michael Harris, you know, yeah. kind of became the everyday center fielder and everything. They, they were the team they'd been for 162 this year. It feels like the Braves are just this, this juggernaut that should absolutely represent the National League in the World Series. But you never know. We could be talking about uh, the Marlins or the D-backs because that's what, what happens in baseball. I, th- I think the yep. most interesting thing that we kind of landed on through through this episode today is I think think you're right. That sixth spot in the wild card is, is it's kind of where you want to be. Yep. And you have so many teams that have to keep on trying to win just to make the playoffs. And hell, that could all be decided by tiebreakers when it's all yeah, said. Exactly. There, there's a world where three teams finish with the exact same record at the end of the season. I mean, it's it's that close. It's there's not like four teams. It, it's four teams, right? There, there's a world where just four teams. Yeah. Well, two teams would be out in that situation oh, if yeah, four yeah, teams are tied. Right. Yeah. So it's I mean, it's it could this is gonna get crazy, and I'm sure we're gonna do another episode on the playoff picture in the next week and a half. But this this could go many different directions. And I think there's gonna be some really upset fans and there's gonna be some really happy fans. And ultimately, I don't think any of those fans are going to get to watch more than one series of the playoffs. But with that said, you never know. And I think I think whoever's in that six seed, all I'll say is I, I think I might be taking whoever's in that six seed in the first round. Because I, I think there's a world where Milwaukee just isn't that great. I, I just I don't know if I believe Milwaukee. They've played good baseball, but I just – the pitching staff is great there. But I could see a world where Milwaukee's offense just completely stagnates and they score one run a game in the playoffs. So I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I think any of these teams could do it. Um, I'm, I'm riding with Arizona over the other three right now, just because I think their roster is the most complete, but any of these teams that's still in it, aside from the giants, personally, in my opinion, um, could really, could really make the playoffs and and be competitive in the first round. It's going to be a thrilling race over these final two weeks. We'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, Make sure you continue to stay tuned to who's better as we will Cover the race on both sides. Also, check out the written articles we have at JustBaseball.com. I know we're going to have power rankings this week on the different starting rotations in the playoffs, American League and National League. So there's going to be some fun stories to take a look at. Again, make sure you check out all the stuff we have coming your way at JustBaseball.com.